what I really liked about the cottage is that some people tried vegan food and yeah. they were able to eat. We made a group of like, what, 10 people eat mostly vegan for a day. How difficult would that be normally? <laughs> and welcome to another episode of TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are Two Market Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about topics outside the blog, topics related to the blog. Sometimes they're vegan themed, sometimes they're not at all. Sometimes they're not even English. Oh. <laughs> well, if you listen to them in reverse, maybe. De- definitely. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about going to the cottage as a vegan. And should we explain what we mean by cottage? Maybe. Because we don't know if there's cottages outside of, like how big cottage country is outside of Canada. Yeah, like cottage culture is huge here. In Canada, yeah. Yeah. We have a whole channel dedicated to cottaging. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if it's big in the States, but basically it's kind of like a summer home or a lake house i guess you most cottages they can be anywhere really but like not fancy no it's like kind of camping but like in a house yes yeah um so like my family has a cottage so it's where i spent all my summers it's where i grew up as a kid like i didn't go to summer camps so we went to the cottage and it's on a lake you've got a dock and it's like it's like a home but it's not as fancy as a home it's just like you just have what you need there exactly you don't have any like fancy things like there's no cable there or is there now uh there is cable but like we turn it off in the winter and stuff like that so like there's like really basically the bare minimum stuff that you just need to because you're outside most of the time when you're at the cottage it's like simple living yeah right there's no wi-fi although i wouldn't be opposed to it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like water from a well yeah. It comes in through the cottage. It's really basic, but it's not as basic as some cottages. Mm-hmm. So we're lucky. Um, but we're going to talk about what it's like to go to a place like a cottage as a vegan and how that experience might go, what might help it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of did a video oh, yeah. last year about our experience at a cottage with a bunch of our non-vegan friends. Yes, and that was during the winter or was cold it? weather it was i oh. think it was march so it's harder in the winter we can't go picking berries <laughs> we don't do that i know <laughs> that would be nice though yeah it would be lovely yeah so we went to the cottage with a bunch of friends none of them were vegan but Catherine and i kind of planned meals which we do anyways yeah. oh like yeah. we've we've been to the we've been going to the cottage for years now as yeah. like friend groups type thing and it slowed down the last couple of years because everyone's kind of started doing their own thing we lost our friends yeah we don't have <laughs> friends anymore um but like we used to go to the cottage a lot and Devin and i and like maybe a couple others used to plan the meals most of the time anyways mm-hmm. we used to plan the grocery list yeah and usually it's like a three maybe a four day trip yeah so you have to plan smart and also like budget friendly because yeah because no one wants to spend that much money like it's no. not like you're not like when you think cottage you're not going to like a resort this is like really cheap we're going to just to hang out with some friends and have a good time it's not fancy meals we're eating food to survive (laughs) (laughs) 
like you want to enjoy yourself and you want to enjoy the food but really you want to enjoy the downtime yeah right it's about relaxing yeah you don't want to cook meals that are an hour long like no. you want meals that are easy to make super quick and everyone's gonna like yes and fill up on that last one everyone's gonna like it's difficult very difficult and keeping it budget friendly i think we did pretty good though we did we like it it took like a few trips to figure out this budget friendly thing yeah but i mean a lot of the trips we went on were before either of us were vegan yeah so the one trip we went on together where we had where we did the video yeah what did we do we made were they were they pancakes? We made pancakes, right? With peanut butter instead of like an egg substitute. Because it's what we had. Yeah. And that's what we looked up that the peanut butter was a good alternative. Yeah. And it was just like a box, a pre-made pancake Yeah, it was like mix. Aunt Jemima or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because it's vegan unless, as long as you don't add milk or eggs, yeah. right? And it was pretty good. They were really good. Yeah. I really liked them. It was probably one of the better breakfasts we've had there at times. I know. And so easy. Yeah. Like, seriously, three ingredients or yeah. something? Yeah um then is that when we made the curry soup yeah which is a recipe on the blog as yes well. we also shot a video while we were there because apparently we don't relax when we go to the cottage <laughs> what our videos aren't relaxing to shoot <laughs> oh my god yeah no they're very zen <laughs> um so yeah we, we made like a curry soup yeah it was butternut squash yes curry soup and what i really liked about the soup was that you made like we made a lot of it Mm -hmm. you can make so much and it's soup no one's necessarily expecting meat in soup yeah so they weren't surprised that it was vegan or vegetarian or whatever because it's soup like there's not a lot of soups that have meat in it yeah and like you don't go you don't need it yeah you don't go to a soup for meat yeah right go to a chili for meat yeah But we made some rice with it too, didn't we? Just so yeah, there is an extra filler thing. Yeah, because we were trying to also feed several people. So yes. sometimes that helps. And then, oh yeah, pizza. dinner. We made pizza. Yeah, that was a really good trip. It was. And that was just one day. Yeah. we um. So we made like big sheet pan pizzas mm-hmm. for dinner. And we made non-vegan and vegan. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we had bought non-vegan cheese as well for all our non-vegan friends but then like it's such an easy thing to substitute for vegans because you either don't use cheese which some people choose not to yeah or you buy some vegan cheese yeah. and then you basically have all the same toppings yeah so i mean i think our pizza was better i but... agree i mean i couldn't try the other yeah. one so i don't know but i think our pizza looked better me too yeah didn't we we bought like actual dough we had to roll out yeah. right and like a cottage is so bare minimum that I'm pretty sure we, we used, used a wine, a wine bottle. bottle to yeah. roll out the dough. Yeah. <laughs> Just kicking it simple. But like they're all they were all really good meals, but super simple and everyone liked them. Like the only thing so the only thing that we had to kind of change a little bit was the pizza because we used non-vegan cheese on the other's pizza. Mm-hmm. But like the pancakes were I think were all the same for everybody. Yeah. And the soup was all the same for everyone. Yeah. So, like, we did really good on that trip. And I'm pretty sure some people tried our pizza and thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I'm, and I remember taking some of the cheeses we had because, oh, I had bought um, Earth Island or Follow Your Hearts mm-hmm. um, cheddar cheese slices because I had made grilled cheese the day before. Yeah. So I had those in the fridge and then we had Daya shreds mm-hmm. for the pizza. So I remember, I like, I took some of the cheese into the living room for them all to try. <laughs> yeah. They didn't like the slices, but I was like, think of it. It's like a processed cheese, yeah. right? It's not supposed to be a fancy cheese. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's good. 
I think it, vegan cheese sometimes takes a while to get used to the taste. Maybe. When you start having it more, you start being like, you know, this actually does taste like cheese. And you have to get out of your head in that it's vegan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But then they tried some of the shreds. I was like, no, no, no don't do that. That's like not a good. <laughs> not raw diet shreds it's not a good representation of no. cheese and now like that's the one they bring up like oh, always remember that gross cheese you made us try like, no calm down i did not make you do that <laughs> i warned you not to do that but yeah what i like like you just mentioning that what i really liked about the cottage is that some people tried vegan food and yeah. they were able to eat like we made a group of like what 10 people eat mostly vegan for yeah. a day like, how difficult would that be normally? They didn't even notice. Like, seriously, they were so <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> so, like, they essentially ate pretty vegetarian the whole day. That's a whole day that we got a group, a big group of people not to eat meat. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. And I think I actually made uh, cauliflower wings the night before, like, before you got there. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, through the different stages when I had them out of the oven and I had just put the sauce on them. I took them. I was like, look at these. Don't these look like chicken? They're like, they do. Wow. That's that's really weird. I'm like, it's not weird. It's inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> cauliflower rings are like the thing to do when you have non-vegan people. I always say they're the gateway drug to veganism. They're so good. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, even if they don't fully taste like chicken to you, they taste amazing still. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So I know just like personally from going to the cottage also with my family because they spend like most of the summer there mm-hmm. and none of them are vegan. Like none of them are vegetarian. I'm the only vegan there. So if they know I'm coming, they will kind of plan their grocery list to accommodate certain things. And then I kind of bring certain things with me no matter what. Yeah. So I'll usually bring my mayo. Of course. You and not. some um, spices sometimes because we have some spices there. But not a lot just because we keep things yeah, bare so minimum. simple. Yeah. And then I think I usually try to bring some sort of um, like meat substitute. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily a tofu, but maybe a burger or yeah. hot dogs or that's pretty much yeah, <laughs> that's burgers it. or hot dogs. If I want something meaty, like if they're barbecuing something, yeah. then I can keep up with that. But other than that, it's pretty easy. Or I bring like chickpeas. Yeah. I liked – so before you were – I don't that time we went up and we were watching the world cup yeah were you vegan or vegetarian at that time i was probably just off red meat okay so like i see like i'm just thinking back to like all these like times where we made like snacks that i had yeah. made before and like everyone gets so pleasantly surprised and they're so excited to try it for the most part mm-hmm. and it's like it's so nice to be able to share that stuff with like a big group of people so i feel like you need to like take advantage of those moments oh, where yeah. you're going up with a big group but don't be a dick about it no like, these are your friends. Mm-hmm. I assume you're going up to a cottage with a close group of friends or family yeah. or something like that. Don't be a dick about it and be, like, shoving veganism in their face the whole time. But, like, make some really good food and show them how good that food is. Exactly. Like, even... Offer I- to cook a meal for everybody. Yeah. Or, like, when I went with my family, we did, like, a kind of cold lunch. So, it was sandwiches and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was like... Uh, sandwiches and salads yeah and they said they were gonna make all of the salads vegan like that wasn't a problem at all but like what the was sandwiches. i gonna put with my sandwiches so i made like our chickpea salad mixture yeah they loved it like yeah, they were it's... all taking some of it they're like you can make that again <laughs> <laughs> if you like one <laughs> yeah <laughs> see like 
like stuff like that is so awesome when you're just like not a dick about veganism and you're not trying to shove morals down someone's throat and just literally give them some good food yeah then like that's slowly and then like you can eventually get to the moral talk but like start with food start with really delicious food and a cottage is the perfect place to do that because people are there to relax and eat delicious food yeah it's like just contribute to the meal yeah and then recently when i was up there you didn't come on this trip but it was like five of us or six of us and i was the only vegan Mm -hmm. obviously um (laughs) i made cauliflower wings for everybody again obviously like i said i'm just trying to convert them through cauliflower oh we did pizza one night so apparently here's a tip pizza's good to do at a cottage because you don't need to buy a lot of special ingredients oh yeah we did pizza again for breakfast, we kind of kept it simple. We just kind of did bagels and Which toast. Which we normally do anyways. Yeah, like sometimes we used to do big breakfast with like... We would do that like once a weekend though. Yeah, only it once. It wasn't like everyday thing. Because like that's a lot of work. That's a lot of dishes. And so, a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't really into doing a tofu scramble or anything like that. And no one else really wanted to do regular eggs or anything. Mm-hmm. So breakfast, simple like bagels, nice. peanut butter, um, cereal if you want. Like I bring non-dairy milk. Or, yeah yeah not dairy milk (laughs) (laughs) when i was up that one time we made peanut butter parsnip fries which were delicious and people really liked those and then we made kale chips classic and kale chips like i feel like you can't not like kale chips they're salty and they're crispy like how can you go wrong i think we were in like a kale chip phase oh yeah (laughs) because you just kind of introduced them to us and then i know i wanted to make them all the time (laughs) So that's probably why I was like, Catherine, you can make some of those kale chips. You know, yeah. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, we've never been in this situation, but maybe we can talk about like, what if you're not in charge of the cottage trip? Like if you're a guest? You're a guest to a cottage. You're not doing much of the cooking. You're not do- going the grocery shopping. You're literally just kind of showing up on the day. <laughs> and you're a vegan. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on your relationship with the person Mm -hmm. who is organizing the meals i'm assuming they're all genuinely close ish or like you're with someone who's close to the host because like why are you going to a cottage with people you don't know yeah well like i'm picturing it could be a scenario where it's like say it's your partner's family that's what i was thinking and it's like like, not even like his mom it's like maybe his aunt or his uncle that uh, you've never met right yeah so that communication could be a little bit difficult and you want to make sure you're not being like a burden or feel like you just coming off high maintenance work through your significant other (laughs) exactly yeah but personally i know i'd be like i don't want to like be a burden and be like a pain and they'll be like wait what does she eat yeah so so, like, I feel like it w- a good thing to do would be, like, to offer to cook a meal for everybody mm-hmm. and, like, supply the food. Be like, I'll prep, like, I'll bring everything that I need, all this stuff. Or be like, hey, if you can tell me what you guys are planning to yeah. eat, let me know and I can bring my vegan alternatives for that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, if you know what they're going to be making, then you can just kind of, like, work your stuff into it and let them know that, like, they don't have to feel like they have to figure this out Mm -hmm. you can contribute and you're not expecting them to figure it out on their own because they probably feel a little bit overwhelmed like uh i don't know how to cook vegan i don't know anything about that you want some lettuce (laughs) just a head of lettuce right so i think the communication is probably the hardest part if Mm -hmm. you're not close with them right yeah if you are close with them then it's a lot easier they might reach out to you first yeah so then there's like the also the added issue and i am sure a lot of vegans would have this issue but being at a cottage hanging out with a bunch of like 
people who eat meat and you have to sit at a table with a bunch of people who eat meat and watching them eat meat again not an issue for either of us we don't care much about that but a lot of people a lot of vegans do yeah i don't like i'm trying to figure out a way that that could be addressed like i don't want to be like get over yourself for one weekend (laughs) but like i mean i think you just have to put it in perspective you're very lucky to be able to be going to a cottage and spend time relaxing Mm -hmm. with people that i'm assuming you like right like that is a privilege so let's just like step back and be grateful for what you do get to do and not go into it like looking for negativity because really this is a nice thing you're getting to do and this is a nice thing for them to invite you to be a part of put your activism on hold for a weekend yeah just kind of look at the bigger picture of what this is yeah like for me when i invite people to my cottage like that's a huge thing. It's my favorite place on earth and I'm sharing it with you because I want you to experience even just a little bit of the joy it brings me. Yeah. So if you're going to come into it and kind of be a downer and not appreciate that, that would piss me off. And it has pissed you off. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Don't don't pick a fight with the meat because <laughs> pick a fight another time. Yeah. Instead, I would be like, you know, bring some awesome vegan food with you and just, like, share it with everybody. Don't just keep it to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make enough or bring enough to share. Yeah, and bring some awesome vegan snacks with you. So, like, if, you know, a campfire is happening or something, bring some vegan marshmallows if you have access to that. And vegan graham crackers so you can make delicious s'mores and be a part of the fun. And, like, especially if it's, like, we talked about it, it could be, like, a significant other's family. Especially if it's someone you're not necessarily that close with. Like, it's not your direct friends or your direct family. Making sure, like, I feel like you'll feel more isolated the more you're left out of, like, certain little activities because they're centered around food you can't eat. So, like, figure that stuff out. Ask your significant other what they typically do at the cottage or Mm -hmm. whoever it may be who's related to the cottage. Figure that stuff out and bring some alternatives so that you don't feel left out of all the fun and more isolated from the group. Yeah, and the more you are included in things because you've come prepared, the more that will open up everybody else's eyes to be like, oh, this isn't so hard. Like, everything we're eating, they're also having something delicious. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's that different. If you isolate yourself, you're making veganism seem like it's an isolating thing. Yeah, You, like... You, it's like a subtle form of activism. Yeah. <laughs> really, you're like subtly like brain ninjaing them. <laughs> yeah, you're like, look, I'm keeping up with you. <laughs> doing everything you're doing. <laughs> Anything you can do, I can do vegan. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I w- and I would say another thing to make sure you bring is um, like sweets, dessert type stuff. Mm-hmm. Because that's definitely a thing that will be lacking. So oh, yeah. I would say bake some cookies or buy some cookies because cookies are another great gateway drug. We, oh yeah we always make sure like dessert was always a big thing at the cottage like people would always bring up dessert mm-hmm. you could always trust the like bakers to bring up yeah. dessert yeah so like we had a few friends that just always baked and they would always bring up dessert and like the cookies were great because you yes. could literally just grab and go yeah, whenever yeah, yeah. And, like there's nothing I appreciate more than a non-sit-down meal sometimes, especially at the cottage. Like, I love sitting down and hanging out with everybody, but sometimes at the cottage, you just want to be out on the lake, yeah. and, like, you can bring a cookie down there and hang out and stuff. So, like, bring stuff that's portable, and that's, like, uh, always bring stuff that's portable, <laughs> no matter where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have emergency cookies with you everywhere. Always. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that goes right back with snacks, too, right? Yeah. And 
I guess the thing that can be overwhelming about veganism is that it seems like every meal takes a lot of prep. Mm-hmm. So maybe when you're thinking about what alternatives you can bring, either bring stuff that you can prep ahead of time. Yeah. So it's just in the fridge. You just grab it and maybe heat it up or whatever. Yeah. Or bring stuff that doesn't have a lot of prep. So like this reminded me of a question. What if like there's a lot of really health-focused vegans out there and a lot of health food takes a long time to cook, a lot of prep, a lot of ingredients. Um, so like that's not necessarily ideal for a cottage. Like before we would have frozen pizza for a cottage or like buy chicken nuggets before either of us were vegan or vegetarian so like we never prioritized healthy food necessarily at the cottage no we were going there to just totally relax it was a vacation indulge so like i'm trying to figure out how i would like advise someone who's like very health focused at a cottage especially and a vegan health like focused person i mean from my perspective i'm not health focused but if you are that health focused chances are you're well practiced in these healthy foods Mm -hmm. you make them very often you i mean you must have a good selection of recipes you choose from so choose the ones that are as minimal as possible there's got to be something that either it's easy because you've made it so many times or maybe just has a few less ingredients than your standard. Like, yeah. there's, there's got to be a way. Maybe your everyday isn't that simple. Mm-hmm. But if you're a seriously dedicated health food vegan. You I, probably know how to do it pretty quick. You've put a lot of work into yeah. having that lifestyle. So, and, and meal prep. You can meal prep for a cottage. Yeah. And I would just say, like, yeah, stick to the health thing. But also remember, you're on vacation a little bit. Let loose a bit. Don't like don't be stuck on every little thing like don't like think this has to be like a heart like exactly like your everyday work life or whatever because cottages are supposed to be about relaxing and just kind of having fun and not worrying about Mm -hmm. anything Um, and it also reminded me of something else. So, like, if you're going to a cottage who isn't yours and, like, that person, like, insists on cooking for you, Mm -hmm. but then, like, you realize they used butter that maybe wasn't vegan, how would you approach that situation? I see I would feel really bad because they're just they're trying to do their best this is my thing like I feel like and this probably won't fly with a lot of vegans but like I feel like you should again applaud the effort we've talked about this before applaud every effort and honestly like suck it up yeah because like this person tried it's not like they're doing it on purpose they genuinely made a mistake I assume Mm -hmm. so like thank them for it suck it up for a meal unless it's gonna make you pretty sick and you know it's gonna make you sick don't do that but don't be rude about it when it's something really small like butter in the big picture that's not a huge deal yeah and like again we've like talked about this for a and w before like the harm's already occurred like it's it's almost like worse if that food goes to waste and then you have to purchase something all new yeah and i don't know i just i couldn't ask somebody to be like oh, uh, you're going to have to start again because I can't yeah. eat that. Like, I would pro- I would love, like, I'd probably eat it. It'd be awesome. But I'd probably let them know yeah. and be like, oh, I noticed you use butter just so you know it's not vegan. But thank you so much. Like, I'm yeah. so much, like, so grateful for what you were able to do or whatever. But, like, just let them know nicely mm-hmm. so that they know next time or whatever. But, like, don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, you have to accept that people aren't going to be perfect about it. Mm-hmm. Like, all the time, people still not necessarily mess up in the food they make but sometimes 
just talking about it they're like oh do you want some of this and i'm like oh wait what am i saying no this has mayo in it yeah. or something and they like they don't even realize right yeah because there's there's they some... forget they think they know meat yeah they know you can't have meat there's some foods that you things. kind of don't like mayonnaise i never associated with eggs i associated that it was mayo i didn't know what it was made exactly. of i just knew it was mayo exactly. and like butter you don't necessarily associate that with dairy yeah so like it's it can be difficult for people to be like, oh, this is something you can't have and I totally forgot. Yeah. And I'm assuming, I like to think of people as nice people, but yeah. I'm assuming they'll feel bad yes. that they did that, right? So don't make them feel worse. Yeah. Because then, again, it kind of paints a bad picture of veganism if you make a big deal about them making a mm-hmm. little mistake and they did not mean to. Yeah. So. Like, I've made mistakes eating non-vegan things yeah not vegan things before so like allow other people to be able to make mistakes because if you make mistakes and i guarantee you every vegan has made mistakes in their diet before or lifestyle choices even they've bought something that accidentally contained animal products like if you're still making mistakes and you're used to this lifestyle you can't like you can't get mad at someone who's not vegan and not used to cooking for a vegan making mistakes Mm -hmm. so just like it's, it's hard to tell someone to just, like, forget a little bit because it's such a moral thing, right, yeah, for a lot of yeah. people. So it's hard to tell people that. But I'm like, sometimes you just need to, like, get over it a little bit, move past it, and just be like, educate and don't be a dick. Yeah, because, like, for us, or for me especially, it's really about the animal cruelty, right? But really what stems, what inspires that is empathy. Mm-hmm. So if you can't have empathy for people as yeah. well, then you're a hypocrite. So like, put yourself in the other person's shoes. They don't probably have a vegan in their life every mm-hmm. day. They're not familiar with the patterns. Empathize with what that feels like because most of us were not born vegan. We had to learn it. We had to figure it out. It mm-hmm. felt overwhelming and unfamiliar to us. And no one wants to ma- be made feel stupid, yeah. right? And, like, maybe if it's something you're worried about, like, them accidentally putting something that's not vegan in a dish, maybe, like, one of the first few meals offer to cook with them. Yeah. So that you can kind of show them how you would do it and, like, teach them a little bit along the way. Like, versus, like, I know we suggested, like, cooking a meal for everyone, but if you cooked with the people who typically cook the meals, that way they learn something and get something out of it as well. Mm-hmm. And I would say just overall offer to help oh yeah don't just sit there and be like oh they'll handle it i left my ingredients they know how to cook vegan food yeah go offer to help anyways that's just the polite thing to do no Mm -hmm. matter what your diet is yeah yeah we used to get mad at people for not helping yes (laughs) contribute okay that's like honestly i feel like one of the unwritten rules about the cottage is if you're invited to a cottage you must contribute in some way yeah because even though you want to relax the person who whose cottage it is they, wants to also yeah, relax they don't want it to seem like they're there to cater to you because yeah. that's exhausting so yeah offer to do some dishes offer to help cook some meals clean up after yourself like mm-hmm. be remember kind of think of it as your own cottage in a way yeah. and like don't just assume there's like a maid there that's gonna clean it all up for you like it's not a hotel room no, no one's coming to clean it up after this yeah. is somebody's home yeah exactly <laughs> like, you talked a little bit about balance when you're talking about health, really healthy vegans. Mm-hmm. So I think that translates to your food and also kind of your mentality. Yeah. So when you go to a cottage, relax about how healthy you're being, maybe. Like, give yourself a break. Yeah. Let yourself kind of go off the grid. Yeah. Right? Take full advantage of 
what a cottage or a cottage like vacation can do for you because I mm-hmm. know for me it's so nice to just be able to like sit out on the dock and just breathe fresh yeah. air and just relax just hang out yeah <laughs> yeah and it's also it's the type of environment where you automatically find yourself worrying less yeah so it's I, like, I assume most people I yeah and I think it's the fresh air too uh, it's just it's like so fresh and clean out there and there's not like too many like really intrusive sounds going on mm-hmm. so no horns being honked that much yeah not many sirens going on like there's not a lot of this like really city sounds or yeah. even suburban sounds yeah. it's like so peaceful you just kind of hear like you hear silence which is the weirdest thing but in like just nature mm-hmm. it's so nice and so peaceful and a change of scenery can be so good to kind of reset your mind because mm-hmm. we get into these routines and these habits and we're just kind of going through the paces yeah sometimes it's nice to pull yourself out of that and that can also go with your diet too to kind of reset your system yeah so maybe when you're up at the cottage you're actually eating like fresher produce because you can get it like at a farmer's uh, market type yeah like a little stand along the highway stuff like that just sitting out on the dock with some watermelon or having Mm -hmm. fresh corn that came from ontario for dinner i think the like the one thing to remember about a cottage is a cottage is meant to be simple Mm -hmm. like don't overcomplicate going to a cottage simple meals simple like hangouts nothing too complicated doesn't need to be planned no like it's just like you go there and you do whatever you want yeah (laughs) and hey if doing what you want is like having your camera out like sometimes i'm like oh i go to the cottage i want to relax but then i'm like oh i want to maybe i want to film a video too but if that's relaxing to you because it's maybe in a nicer setting Mm -hmm. do that yeah and it's not necessarily for somebody else like it's just for you you're just hanging out with your camera go ahead and do it exactly uh one like it's not related to vegan we kind of veered off veganism a little bit we're just kind of talking about cottages but one thing i'd always suggest is don't keep your phone on you Uh, yes put your phone in whatever room you're staying and leave it there you can check on it throughout the day go for it but don't keep it with you all the time because it's just like it's so much more relaxing because like Mm -hmm. when you have your phone on you no matter whether you mean to or not you're checking it oh yeah and like it gets really annoying like why do you want to be on a screen when you have this beautiful lake in front of you and all your friends around you it's like just leave it in your bedroom check on it every few hours if you want to but just like don't touch it Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely do that i'll leave it sitting in the living room and then i'll go outside yeah i mean it's not that great to scroll outside anyways because there's a huge glare (laughs) yeah but even in the evening sometimes i'll find myself scrolling and i mean one there's no wi-fi so i'm burning through data but two i'm like i don't need to be doing this right now like i just want to sit and relax or like talk to my family you know what i mean so i catch myself doing it a lot especially once it's like evening Mm -hmm. and i shut it down because i'm like no I yeah need to relax it's like you it's can, okay there's nothing urgent yeah you can do that at home later when there's nothing special about your house <laughs> like you're at a, you're at a cottage enjoy the peacefulness enjoy the time away from technology a little bit enjoy your time away from like the world yeah. like just use your cottage as your own like little hub of like you don't need to worry about anything else going on in the world basically yeah. it might feel like you could fall behind if you do that but really i think you come back feeling so recharged i feel like you just have more of a clear head too coming back nothing's clouding your thoughts exactly and you end up being more productive when you come back from like a trip like that yeah you get a bigger return on your investment Mm -hmm. than you would checking throughout your stay yeah and you know just have fun 
Like, don't worry about anything. Go into the water, splash around, <laughs> swim, tan, whatever your version of fun is. Just make sure to do that when you're there. Have some drinks, have some snacks. Do some stuff you wouldn't normally get to do. Yeah. Like, just hang out, let loose a little bit. Like, that's what the cottage is for. I know. Now I just want to go. Right? But yeah. I mean, I don't know what else we can say about cottage. If you can't tell, we like the cottage. Love. <laughs> Love the cottage. If you don't have a cottage near you, I would highly suggest it's maybe it's an underrated vacation. To me, it's it's one of the best vacations. Yeah. Because like I love going to other places and everything, but I'm never like, I don't know. I'm never fully relaxed somewhere else. Mm. Like, and I'm not... I don't know. To me, like a vacation, like the ideal vacation is somewhere I can turn off from the rest of the world. When I'm somewhere else, I have my phone on me all the time because I'm walking around in a random city. Yeah. Have your phone on you. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's just like, to me, like they're fun. It's, I love going to see different cities. I love going to do, try new restaurants and all this stuff. But the cottage is like the ultimate vacation because you truly get to relax every part of you your mind your body your soul everything yeah because you're not really a tourist you're just going there to be yeah right it's a different type of vacation yeah highly highly recommend them for any season not just summer yes and it's very low cost vacation it is well unless you have to rent the cottage yeah if it's like your family cottage low cost because you're paying for groceries basically Mm -hmm. But, you know, and renting cottages isn't that expensive sometimes. Like, unless you want to go right on the water and you're trying the fancy cottages. <laughs> but they're not that bad if you look in the right places. Yeah. Or, you know, just make friends with the right people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. That's why I'm friends with Devin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, like, if you're from the U.S., I would really... I'm curious to know if there's cottage yeah. country in the U.S. Like, is cottage culture. Like, does what, it, yeah. is it a big thing in the U.S.? What does it look like in the U.S.? I feel like How it might it work. It might differ based on state. Probably. Because there's probably some states, probably closer to us, that are probably similar in similar, geography. Yeah, similar in geography, similar in weather. Yeah. And similar in that, like, they probably have a lake around them, like around the Great Lakes yeah. or something. Maybe there's some cottages around there. Yeah. I don't know. So I would be very curious to know or what the equivalent to, to it in the States is. Yeah, and if you do end up getting invited as a guest, we hope these tips helped mm-hmm. kind of prepare you and think about the different things that you need to consider when you're going so that you have a great time and they have a great time having you as a guest so they yeah. invite you back. Yes, the goal <laughs> is to be invited back. <laughs> and to, you know, help advocate veganism in a way that is positive, right? Yes. Through food. Always That's through food. More specifically, cauliflower wings. Yes, always. <laughs> Seriously, though, just make cauliflower wings all the time. (laughs) And don't forget a vegan ranch. No. That's, like, necessary. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for this episode of TMG Unfiltered. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on cottage living as a vegan. If you have any thoughts or comments, you can continue the discussion with us on social media. We are at two market girls that's t-w-o not the number two (laughs) on instagram facebook twitter you can check out our blog and our youtube channel also two market girls for recipes and the video from our past vegan trip to the cottage yeah be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes give it a rating because we'd love to hear some feedback about if anyone is out there listening (laughs) Are you there? Are you there? (laughs) (laughs) 
And that's going to be all for today. Thanks for listening.